and welcome to this special ULR preview podcast brought to you by the CSF. My name is Professor Chris Edwards from the University Hospital Southampton in the UK. In this podcast, I'd like to introduce some of the abstracts we've chosen so that you can better plan your time at what will be a busy and exciting Congress. We all know how important the annual ULR Congress is in the field of rheumatology, attracting globally renowned figures and key data. Finally, following last year's virtual Congress, ULR is returning uh, to its roots and hosting a live on-site Congress, which is something I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I'm sure you'll all enjoy returning to networking in person uh, with your peers. Of course, we've also learned new ways of working, uh, and that's allowed us uh, during the pandemic to understand that we can attend meetings as virtual attendees as well, and ULAR's made that available uh, in 2022. This opens up the Congress to those who are not able to travel, uh, and, and this hybrid, this mixture, this hybrid Congress uh, allows us to truly offer uh, and to see the best of, of both worlds. So once again, ULAR's delivered an expansive scientific programme covering a wide range of rheumatic diseases and the various treatment options available. And once again, the CSF is here to guide you through the plethora of content available this year. We've identified 112 abstracts that cover key CSF topics, including latest clinical and real world efficacy and safety data, as well as pain uh, and some updated recommendations. Over the coming days, we'll bring you daily highlights podcasts, interviews with authors of notable abstracts and an overall Congress review. This year, we've separated our abstract selections into three highlights brochures covering rheumatoid arthritis, psoriatic arthritis and axial spondylarthropathies. You can find these brochures on the CSF website right now. They feature details and session times for our pick of the most notable abstracts in the field of cytokine signaling. If you're looking for interesting lupus abstracts at EULA, be sure to pay our friends at lupusforum.com a visit. Uh, there you'll find a highlights brochure featuring EULA abstract selections from their steering committee. So let's take a look at some of the CSF picks now. Now the first area we'll look at is rheumatoid arthritis, where the focus is very much on JAK inhibitors. JAK inhibitors have definitely been in the spotlight this year following the results of the oral surveillance trial. So let's start our preview right there. The RA treatment, modern strategies and new molecule, molecule session on day three has an interesting oral presentation covering registry data by Adeline Royson-Wittrand, who compares MACE and thromboembolic events in patients receiving JAK inhibitors versus those receiving TNF inhibitors using data from Vigibase. Continuing the theme of safety, the RA treatment, modern strategies and new molecule session also has a presentation by Maxine Dugados on the effect of baseline cardiovascular risk on MACE events with tofacitinib treatment. Unsurprisingly, tofacitinib is the focus of the RA safety data we've selected for you. Amongst the poster selections we've highlighted, you'll find a post hoc analysis of oral surveillance, which continues to be a hot topic. We also have a report from Christina Charles Showman comparing tofacitinib to TNF inhibitors in terms of VTE events in patients over 50 years of age with at least one cardiovascular risk factor. Poster views three and four have some fantastic abstracts on treatment efficacy. Ricky Alton describes a multinational prospective observational study comparing baricitinib, uh, TS or biological DMARDs in terms of discontinuation, effectiveness and PROs over 12 months. There are a couple of great posters on long-term clinical outcomes with baricitinib uh, in patients with methotrexate naive or methotrexate inadequate responder one by Daniel Alataha and the other by Bernard Coombe. Uh, 
We also have a poster by Ronald van Vollenhoven reporting the impact of upadacitinib on individual disease outcomes uh, compared with abatacept in patients with RA in inadequate responses to biological DMARDs. Now, reduction in pain is always a key outcome in rheumatoid arthritis, as chronic pain, of course, has debilitating effects on quality of life. And during the Managing Chronic Pain in RMD session, Maxim Degardos examines the effect of tofacitinib on residual pain in patients with RA. And of course, we have updated recommendations from EULA on the management of RA, as well as recommendations for nurses on the management of RA patients treated with jackinibs. Now, there are several interesting abstracts on the newest clinical aspects in psoriatic arthritis, with presentations and posters showcasing the efficacy and safety data from trials of the oral TIC2 inhibitor Ducrabacitinib, the IL-23 inhibitors Risankizumab and Guselcomab, and more. So let's take a closer look at the PSA abstracts you'll want to see this year. We'll start with our very own Ian McInnes, chairman of our steering committee, who will be presenting data from select PSA1 and 2 on clinical outcomes, and also IL-6, IL-17 pathway inhibition. There are some interesting abstracts on drug efficacy in PSA. We have two abstracts from Philip Mees discussing the effect of guselcomab on axial-related endpoints and the safety and efficacy of ducravacitinib in patients with active PSA. Frank Behrens will also take us through phase two uh, data on a potential new IL-17 inhibitor, Ozekibep, which is currently in phase two trials, as well as more data in ducravacitinib and guselcomab. While Joseph Marola looks at bimakizumab uh, efficacy in patients who've had an inadequate response to TNF inhibitors. There are also posters on resenkizumab and ducravacitinib and guselcomab. And as with RA, cardiovascular risk and malignancies remain a hot topic. Lars Christensen presents us with tofacitinib safety data as it relates to psoriatic arthritis and psoriasis in his oral presentation in the clinical aspects in psoriatic arthritis session on day one. Finally, let's take a look at the abstracts we've picked out for axial spar. Philip van den Bosch and Desiree van der Heij present phase three results on efficacy and safety of upadacitinib in patients with active axial spondylarthropathies. Dr. van den Bosch's presentation focuses on patients with non-radiographic axial spar, while Professor van der Heij examines the effect of upadacitinib on patients refractory to biological therapy. We also have some interesting data on ixakizumab uh, with an oral presentation by Victoria Navara-Compan that demonstrates the improvements in signs, symptoms, and quality of life seen in patients enrolled in the COAST V, W, and X trials. And if that's piqued your interest, you may also want to take a look at Robert Landway's poster on recapture rates with ixakizumab following withdrawal of therapy. Sekakinumab is also in the spotlight with Giancoma Cosi's poster on efficacy and safety from a 24-month real-world study and an oral presentation by Marina Megre on a double-blind study comparing two doses of secokinumab at 52 weeks in patients who did not previously achieve inactive disease with low-dose secokinumab. And finally, in our efficacy section for Axial Spa, we have an oral presentation and a poster on phase three efficacy and safety of bimakizumab in patients with active Axial Spa from multi-center randomized placebo-controlled studies. The oral presentation by Desiree van der Heij looks at data from B-Mobile 2. The poster presented by Xenophon Baraliakos looks at data from B-Mobile 1. And rounding off our selections for Axial Spa and our ULAR preview podcast as a whole, 
ASAS ULAR will be presenting us with their updated recommendations on the management of Axial Spa, which I'm sure we're all looking forward to hearing. I hope you've enjoyed this preview. We aim to highlight the ever-increasing range of data available on cytokine signaling. The CSF has plenty more ULAR support planned as the Congress gets underway. For a condensed overview of the most important abstracts presented each day, be sure to look out for our daily highlights. We know it's not possible to visit every poster and presentation, so to bring you a flavour of the poster hall, we'll also be interviewing as many presenters as possible to get their inside perspective on their research. After the meeting, as always, we will broadcast our ULA Congress Review webinar, which I'll be presenting, joined by Sophia Ramiro and Frank Behrens. And this will be a great opportunity to review what you saw, catch up on what you missed, and listen to our discussion around some chosen abstracts. It's not to be missed. So don't forget to visit cytokinesignaling.com and download our ULA 2022 highlights brochures, which include details of the steering committee's top abstracts. And all that remains for me to say is enjoy the Congress.